dude but i mean two dollars oh no shit we're, we're live i was about to talk about my my draft kitting uh elite strategy of making 60 cents per game that i that i bet on it, it ain't much but it's honest it's honest betting if you keep yeah. doing that for the duration of the season you could probably get a chipotle burrito infinite money hack pretty much honestly I don't know. Maybe we can I start mean, a side maybe, business. Maybe there's like a like a wet spot. It is a wet on spot. my pants. I don't know why it's <laughs> maybe it's my hair. I don't. Like, it's damp. I don't know why it's damp. Are you sweating? No, I'm not. So I took a shower a little while ago. Oh, I'm not wearing any Patriots themed things. Even. Oh, now you look like that guy again. <laughs> well, I guess we should get going, huh? Guess so. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Dropback Podcast, episode one. I'm Andrew Sullivan, alongside Andrew Baroni, and you know, we have uh, we have some thoughts to share with you all from the perspective of two early twenties Patriots fans who have never known. Uh, a difficult sports year in our lives for the most part, especially as Patriots fans. Uh, and we're excited. Sports fans as a whole, you know? Just Yeah. No, we've been pretty good. Yeah, all, uh, all of our bases have been touched for the most part. Each yeah, I would say it's, it was a fortunate time to be born and yeah. grow up. Yeah. But uh, we look forward to uh, going through the turmoil of these – Last few seasons, and whoever who knows how many more seasons of mid Patriots football. I know that's definitely been what it's been like the last few years. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know. We're here to talk about this upcoming season, Mac Jones, whether we think he's the savior or just some street urchin that we're going to kick to the can a couple couple of weeks into the season, perhaps. Uh, Nice, exciting young rookies, a great defense, and the season to come. We'll cover all of that and more. Andrew, do you wanna you wanna say anything about yourself? Get get a get the people to know you a little bit more. Uh, you know, um, I'm a curious cat. Sometimes my <laughs> friends call me Whiskers. I been a Pats fan. I'd say. More routinely since I was probably like a early middle school, high schooler, you know, um, kind of born into the, as you were saying earlier, born into the sort of dynasty that the Patriots had. They had three Super Bowls and I didn't really care when I was like 12, 13, you know, didn't really bog me down. Yeah. I, wasn't, I didn't care. Yeah. And then, you know, the Patriots were coming back to the, they made the Super Bowl again about 2012, 13, played the Giants. I remember, and I was in my room a uh, week before the Super Bowl. Had a little, like, one-foot TV. It was really weird. Color TV, you know, super cool. And I was watching um, some, like, Pat's new early morning Pat's news, and pretty much there were people camped out at, like, the super, the, the stadium that they were going to play the Super Bowl at. And I remember people having, like, a like – a, roast or like a bonfire of Eli, like a statue of Eli Manning. And it was like a rotisserie where he was hooked up to it. People were burning it. And I was like, wow, what is going on here? And for whatever reason, 
That's a weird. That way did it. That's it. what did that, it for you. It. I guess that was like <laughs> the rivalry was born for whatever reason in, yeah. in my mind. I've you always know, been. It's crazy that the Giants, not really even thought to be that big of a rival of the Pats anymore. We don't play them often, obviously, but uh, the last time I can remember playing the Giants is when. Odell Beckham Jr. was still there, and him and Gronk both had those really long slant touchdowns. But I mean, they they beat us yeah. twice in Super Bowls, and really Eli Manning. Much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you think about like the Jets, like those are our rivals, right? But we, I, I saw something on Twitter. Don't know if this is real. I assume it is because I can't remember a time when it's been wrong. It, it's been like. 2,000 plus days since the Jets have beaten the Patriots in a football game. Well, I know they were really good in 2015 when they had Brandon Marshall and Ryan Fitzpatrick. That was like the last time they were like, oh, no, no, the Jets. But now it's just like, oh, no, the Jets. It's different. I am going to miss playing Zach Wilson. He, He made Sundays fun. He really brought everybody together. Yeah. All those, he made all me appreciate what we had in Mac Jones. That was Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold at uh, San Francisco. Did you know um, Kyle Shanahan, I believe, said that Sam Darnold was the most talented passer that the 49ers have ever had? And you might be saying, oh, Andrew, Sam Darnold was really good at USC. Why is that a big deal? Well, if you remember – the 49ers also had two guys uh, by the name of Steve Young and Joe Montana, who one was widely considered to be the best quarterback of all time before Tom Brady started winning mm-hmm. a bunch of Super Bowls. And Sam right. Darnold's not even supposed to start. Yeah. Did you right, look so up the last the Jets time they? Yeah, last time they beat the Pats was in 2015. They won no, 26 to 20. So it Brandon is Marshall. Been, it is it has been a little while. Yeah, but eight um, years. You know that now. was probably around the time. You know, early early 2010s. Weird to say. You know when the whole uh, Brady Gronk Edelman dynamic sort of started forming. That's you know when my young self was was getting more and more into, into football. Um, I remember um like the the Pats AFC Championship. Uh, game against um, the Denver Broncos, Peyton Manning starting against them. You know, we lost that game, but it was just a nail biter the whole time. You know, we Patriots shouldn't have were, even been in that game, really. Yeah, we everybody was broken, hurt, young and young broken, and, broken. <laughs> and you know they they almost like got through. Yeah. Young and broken, <laughs> dude. I remember we were so like out on receivers that. I distinctly remember Tom Brady throwing a go route down the right sideline to Matthew Slater. To Slater. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, we've come a long way since then. Not in the right direction, but we've come a long way. Um, we've traded in a Hall of Fame quarterback for not that yet. Uh, for a, and, a wash-up veteran and yeah. now a – First round quarterback who is questionable, but yep. is the quarterback questionable or was the offense uh, offensive a, system questionable? You know, it's, it's a combination of things. Um, mm-hmm. I think 
you know, it's a, maybe the worst position in the history of football to come in and be the replacement quarterback for Tom Brady there. It's the, the level of pressure is like insurmountable. I feel like, because it's not like in basketball when Jordan retired, like sure. Like, or he left the bulls, you know, it's, he was a player on the team. He was the best player on the team, best player in the league, but the quarterback of a football team, I think is different from like a guard of a basketball team, a quarterback is responsible for so much more. He's automatically the leader of the team. And especially when one that is contributed to the greatest dynasty of all time in football for you to be, can you imagine being 22 years old and asked to run the ship of like a multi-billion dollar franchise and Robert Kraft is just like, it's yours yeah. now. It's crazy. It's a, so much pressure being put on to you. Like I saw a bit of the, the Johnny Manziel documentary today. And even for him going into a horrible, dysfunctional franchise, you know, he's a first round yeah. quarterback, you know, the crazy dysfunctional franchise. You know, you got to go in and they're, they're, they're looking to you to be their savior. And you got to, Pull a 50 like 52 other guys on your roster coaching staff the whole system and every part of the organization is just counting on you and you know there's too much yeah. pressure for him at the end of the day i will say i think i think he is a good leader um i don't think he lets johnny manzel or mac jones no <laughs> okay all right <laughs> i was gonna Dude, say we should trade for johnny to kick the tires yeah, see if he's got anything yeah. left no, Johnny Manziel was a horrible leader, at least at, yeah. in the NFL. Um, but I think I think Mac, his teammates love him. The coaching staff, I think, despite the reports, really like him. He works hard. He gets emotional sometimes, but I think it's for the right reasons. Like if we remember last season, him getting mad on the sideline um, because of the play calling by Matt Patricia. I think he has right. He has the right to be frustrated. I don't think you can give him a full pass for last season because it was so dysfunctional. I know it's not all his fault, but I think as the quarterback, you have to take some responsibility for not getting the machine to run as as smoothly as it could have been. I do think this year is going to be much, much better. This is his make-or-break year. If he does well, I think – we keep him throughout his uh, the rest of his rookie deal. Maybe probably give him a fifth year option. If he does badly, I could see us drafting somebody or looking in a different direction. But you know, I think the team itself has gotten a lot better talent wise. I think the guys are responding a lot more positively to Bill O'Brien's offense than Patricia's whatever concoction you would call his offense. Um, and I think, you know, even in the preseason, we saw a little bit of it. It's tough to say with, uh, like the backups. I think the second preseason game was a lot better than the first because the first was just like watching two yard rush attempts. And then just the punter had a great game though. Both punters, just phenomenal job. At least yeah. six to seven, six to eight punts the whole, whole game. Exactly. Yeah. Shout Each out, side, uh, Behringer. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That was uh. Repson. 
It, I did. Uh, I saw who was it? It was Mike Reese, maybe before the game, or like Mike Giardi. And they were like, what are you most excited about for the first preseason game? And he was like, honestly, the punter has been launching balls to the moon. I'm very excited to see them. And we're like, what? <laughs> like, how is that what you're most excited for? But no, he did it. He did fine. He didn't. I was honestly, uh, my expectations were a lot higher because of what he said. I'm like, oh, wow. For him to hype up a punter, it must be the leg of a god. But no, it was just a regular leg. Regular legged guy. Normal punts. Hey, Pretty but, you good. Sixth-round draft pick, 192nd pick overall. You know, mm. that's that's something. Punters usually – I don't actually know where they get drafted, but guess it's around here. I feel like you around the sixth <laughs> round. Your safe guess. <laughs> what a steal. <laughs> what a steal. Dude, do you remember when, um, like, the Buccaneers took that kicker in the second round? Oh, like Roberto Aguayo. Yeah. And people yeah, were from like, Florida Dude, State. He's, he's going to be special. I think the announcer, the, the, the verbatim, like after he got drafted, the announcer was like, "Who said that kickers couldn't go in the second round? He's gonna like defy them. Like I don't know. He's a you know he never, odds. he never missed a kick in college. Really? Never. Didn't know that. That I mean, he's it was not good in the NFL. I remember I uh, used to have a fantasy league with my dad, and we. It was like one of the old ones where you would have like the board and like the stickers and you would have to like know your people. Like there was no ranking thing. You have to like know who you want to get. And we drafted Roberto Aguayo. Like he was like the first kicker off the board because I was like, this guy, dad, you have no idea. He's <laughs> something special. Pick. Second round leg. pick. He's got a leg. You should see the leg on this guy. Oh, boy. <laughs> he could kick it from fucking Quincy and it'd be good in Foxborough. That'd be insane. Yeah, no, but he did not. Needless to say, it didn't work out. Uh, hopefully, better better luck for our, our punter, Behringer. We'll see if that works out. But speaking of the sixth round, another guy who uh, has had good news in camp. He just had a pretty good game against Green Bay. Keishon Boutte from LSU. There was a lot of hype. For him, early in his college career, for those who don't know, he was thought to be a first, an early first-round pick projected after his sophomore or his freshman season at LSU. He was fantastic, great after the catch, great hands, um, you know, good routes, mm-hmm. and he didn't have as great of the following few seasons at LSU. But reports out of camp are that he's been making plays. And then we saw it in the Packers game. Bailey Zappi throws him a slant, probably seven, eight yards, turns it upfield, 42 yards to the house. Mm -hmm. I think plays like that are what we saw some from Kendrick Bourne. Not last year because for whatever reason, Bill Belichick thought he couldn't play football anymore. Um, Or Matt Patricia. Or Matt Patricia. Or whoever, whoever it I, I don't is. I don't even know if we, whoever it was because I think it was very they should be, the whole time. Whoever made no, that decision no should never be allowed in Gillette Stadium. Yeah. That was like you're, Joe you're gonna, Judge, whoever it was. Gonna find whoever made that decision then. and throw probably him Belichick. off the top of the probably, lighthouse. It was probably Belichick that made that decision. 
whoever it was, not cool, what, man. Are you going to throw Belichick off the lighthouse? Is I, that can't, no, I can't. I can't. He's far too important to this team. I can't. All right. Well, that's, that's what you're threatening right now, just so you well, know. Uh, well, just please don't do that again. We gotta have the for situations like this. We gotta have the fall guy who's like it's gonna be like Matt Patricia, right? But like, who's someone that we can blame? Who, who, no like, who set up Matt Patricia? You know, the Belichick the whole time is like, All right, yeah, this is what's we'll actually gonna happen. You're gonna go in for a year. We're gonna suck. No, we're gonna have <laughs> okay draft position. Get Gonzalez, and then we're gonna move on the year after. Everything's no. gonna be fine. I'm just gonna know? I'm just gonna blame Miles Bryant from now on. I know he's a cornerback and he doesn't have yeah. any say in this. But he makes me mad. He's sometimes. the fall guy for right now. Miles Bryant. Miles Bryant made the decision to not play Kendrick Bourne last season, and no one. And there's no other reason why. No other reason why it had to have been him. Yeah, but I, if he can come back and uh, all signs point to him playing a lot more this season, which thank God because if I had to watch any more three and outs, I was going to lose my mind. Um, but, yeah, uh, Keishon Boutte has been impressive. And another guy who has been more impressive by all accounts is the rookie Demario Douglas out of Liberty. He has been on a tear, like unstoppable, yeah. everyone's been saying. Mm-hmm. And he also, only had – Those are two other six-round picks as well. Was I was unsure if he was a fifth. Yeah. He was Douglas a was a sixth. He was actually after Boutte as well. He went in at 210. So we had three six-round picks. Uh, yeah, I think so. We were killing it in the sixth round. Do you want to? Can we go through the draft? We actually, had and... four six-round picks. Amir Speed was another six-round. I oh, look at him. Can we? Can we? Um, can we go through all of the draft picks that we had, and then just say like three words for our expectations for them? All right, expectations for the all right. All right. Those are expectations of the 2023 draft class by the Patriots. Do you, yeah, First so, round pick, we have uh, 17th overall, Christian Gonzalez. Um, three words would probably be, please save us. <laughs> that's good. No, that's a, that's that's a good response. That's what I'd say for him. I'm looking um, for reliability back there. Yeah, I mean Secondary. he's he's just so fluid. I think he has all the potential to be. You know what? Here are my three words: lockdown potential. Oh, I, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think uh, he, he's got good size. He's a little skinnier, but I mean we're not going to ask him to run through the a gap and tackle Derrick Henry. So. He's he's got good speed. That would be a disaster. He's two hundred pounds. I mean, I don't. I mean, Derrick Henry's probably like two forty, but like you know. Yeah, Derrick Henry. Uh, whatever he is, he's lying. He's yeah, he's, he's way he's more than whatever like three, he's right. He's the size of a lineman, but like <laughs> can run fast. You know. Yeah, I I think Gonzalez is very fluid. He's got great technique. I have a lot of hope for him. Mm-hmm. All right, what's next, Keon? Uh, yep, Keon White, second round, forty sixth overall. All right. Um, I, I think. You got any comments for him first? Yeah, I think uh, my three words. Looks very strong. 
<laughs> he he I saw a, a video of him walking off the field uh next to Judon. And Judon's a big guy. Uh he was just as tall as Judon and just so much more massive. He was his arms look like cannons. He's huge and he's been playing really well. Uh he's that uh, in the Houston game against the Texans he had that play where there's a bad handoff, running back fumbled the ball and he folded that back like a lawn chair. Like it's like he got shot out of a out of a missile launcher and he just blew that play up. So if he can uh, work on the edge, like a, like a true edge, not like an edge rush, if he can be on one of the ends opposite Dietrich Wise, I think that would be a big help. Mm-hmm. What do you what do you think about him? I think I would say hold the house. I feel mm. like right now <laughs> we already got a pretty good pass rush, right? But yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, last year it was the best that Belichick's ever had. They've had what about fifty-ish so sacks, like the most in Belichick's career. Wait, did you say what number? Did you say fifty-ish? It was. You know, oh, I thought you said. I thought you said they had one hundred fifty-six sacks. One hundred fifty-six sacks last year. <laughs> it was. It was fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, um, but you know, Matt Judon, Josh Uche, two great pass rushers right there. You know, Judon's getting a little bit older, but he's still in his prime, still doing well. You know, if Keon White can find a spot to sort of mix in with that rush and sort of extend the longevity of this successful pass rush and just learn mm. as much as he can from these guys in front of him, you know, I think I think we got a great foundation. Yeah, for, for I this, think this front seven. He would be a if if he can do what they I think expect of him, he'll be a big help. Mm-hmm. All right, who's next? Um, next on the board, we have none other than the third round pick, seventy sixth overall, linebacker dash safety, Marte Mapu. Yeah, Marte yeah. Marte <laughs> yes, yes. I think um, I don't really know much about him to be honest. So uh, my three words will be. Good versatile player because I read uh, – I think it was one of the beat writers. It, it might have been Giardi again or Mike Reese. No, you know what? It was, I think, Daniel Jeremiah who, after the Patriots drafted him, said that he's similar to Kyle Duggar, but where Kyle Duggar is a safety linebacker hybrid who plays more like a safety – Marte Mapu is a safety linebacker hybrid who plays more like a linebacker. So, I mean, I love Kyle Duggar. I think he is the second best defender the Patriots have. He's great. I don't think we are nearly as good on on that side of the ball without him. If we can have two of him, that'd be good. I'd really like that. That sounds very – that's just like a like a safe, solid Pats pick, you know. The good Pats, forwards, yeah, yeah, you know, forwards yeah. there. But that's just that's just like a you know solidifying the defense, having the future to come. Pats always have a surplus of draft picks every year. 
and they always spend a few more on defense to just keep that like consistent, solid foundation that we have. And you know, your, his the versatility that you were mentioning of him, I, I think that's definitely something to look forward to this season. Yeah. Uh, but next up, you know, <clears throat> uh, fourth round pick, one hundred and seven overall, uh, Jake Center, Jake Andrews. This is an obvious pick to me. You know, David Andrews has been getting hurt the past couple of years, current center. Belichick says, okay, your last name's Andrews. You're a center. You're next up here. I think that's the mentality behind it. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, learn from Andrews, become the new Andrews. And the Andrews know something about Andrews. You know, it's just. Mm. Speaking from experience. Yes. So. That's my that's my analysis on this pick right here. What, 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 what are you thinking? Did you say real, recognize real? Yeah, real, recognize real. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, my three would be good last name because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, David Andrews, one of the most uh, staple pieces of our offensive line. I mean, the most staple piece now. I mean, Tooney's gone, Shaq Mason's gone, Trent Brown is gone and left. I mean, left and come back. David Andrews has been there the whole time. So, yeah, I, I don't know much about him. Uh, the offensive line, I can tell you from the preseason and from reports out of camp, at least the second team offensive line has not been doing great. So, yeah. you know, maybe <laughs> maybe hang out after practice a couple times with your older brother Dave and get some more snaps in. That sounds like a good plan to me. Um, so next up, another fourth round pick, 112th overall, kicker Chad Ryland. Ryland. Mm. Yeah. Um, it's okay. I, I, I sort of, I like this pick. I don't love it necessarily, you know. Um, Nick Folk, I think is he, he's definitely getting older, but he's shown no signs of of letting down his his ability to be a very successful and consistent kicker in this league and you know i can see that they're trying to make that reach for make uh, maybe not a reach to say but they're, they're making this pick for to kind of keep that consistency at that position over um long term so you know, maybe there's a lot that he could learn from Nick Folk now. Um, my three words would be uh, good luck waiting because <laughs> it's probably going to be nice. another year before he's uh, he's getting some reps. Mm. I'm going to maybe go a different direction and say maybe Folk unemployed because – I think there's a there's reports in camp of it being a pretty good competition. I wouldn't be shocked if I I will say I'd be more surprised if Nick Folk wasn't the starting kicker. Um, but I think there's a, a possibility that Ryland could take the job. I know it, it would save a little bit of money in the long run, but, you know, I'd rather have a good kicker and pay him a little more than somebody who's not as good, obviously. Mm-hmm. 
Um, these next two picks are, are fourth and, and fifth rounders, um, both guards, um, City Sal, Sal and uh, Antonio Mafia. Mafia. So Antonio my, Mafia is such Mafia. a cooler name. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, my, my, my take on these picks, you know, I think we could bunch them up here. I think they were pretty similar to that, that, um, Jake yeah. Andrews take, you know, we, we really just really need depth on that offensive line. It's probably one yeah. of the weakest parts of our team and preseason Definitely. has not been great so far in a showing of how we can run the football. Um, reminder, uh, reminder, Stevens, I said reminder, Andrews, reminder, Stevenson <laughs> has been um, doing pretty well. He's just been doing his thing, which is great, but you know, we got to have that depth. Injuries are going to happen throughout the season. We got to have reliable guys that can take those, those spots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, I guess I'd say bring us depth, please. Bring us depth. Yep. And parentheses, please, for the an extra fourth word. <laughs> um, I will say I hope Antonio Mafi is good, and then we can start like the Mafi Mafia, and just like Ooh. go all in for him. Be like, this is our guy. But That's he's got to. Cool. They gotta. They gotta start being better. I think. And then. Um... These next three picks, we've already talked about them. We have uh, wide receiver Keishon Boutte, um, mm-hmm. Hunter Bryce uh, Barringer, and wide receiver Demario Douglas as well. Um, all sixth-round picks. All A lot of bright spots on this team right now going forward. A lot, of, a lot of hope for these wide receivers to make the team. And, you know, Bryce has been kicking the ball well too. So, you know. He's been kicking. He's, he's been, been punting. Kicking. Thing, things are looking up. Uh, um, oh, another sixth round pick. I forgot to mention Amir Speed. Yep. Um, I don't think Amir Speed is. Speedy's done anything is especially very cool name Amir Speed. I will I will say, um, I don't think he's done anything especially standout so far. Mm-hmm. But I also don't think he's been noticeably not good. Um, I will say for the receivers, Boutte, I just – I hope he makes the team. I think even if you don't think he's going to be in your starting lineup, he's worth keeping to see what you have if you can develop him. Because if you put him on the practice squad, I think someone's going to scoop him up quick. Yeah. You know? And the thing with this, this Pat's roster – Especially, I mean, Pat's wide receiver room right now is everyone's got a ceiling, and you can see their ceiling. You know, the receiver with the most upside for us right now is Juju Smith-Schuster, who you've called in the last year Juju shit poopster. So I don't. That's not great if he's your best guy. You yeah, know? this was this was before he was on the Patriots. I will still call him that if he sucks, but I will be nice until he does that. So. You know, I, I think it's it's great to bring in some receivers who have potential more of an ups- a potential for more yeah. of an upside on your team. And that's exactly that's Boutte. I think that's both of these guys actually because yeah. where I think I I hope Boutte makes the roster. I hope he sticks. That's mine. Hope he sticks. Douglas, he's gonna cook. He is going to be very good. I think. I don't know if he'll consistently be like a starting guy in his first year. Because I think you have to put Parker, Bourne, and Juju as your three. 
and then supplement Taekwon in there. But Demario Douglas, by all accounts, has been very good in camp. He had the most catches in camp, won the most one-on-ones. He didn't, as a matter of fact, he didn't lose a one-on-one throughout all of camp. And yeah, there's beat writers that like keep track of all that stuff. I wasn't there, obviously, but uh yeah, if we can have a guy who has the ability to create that kind of separation, I think that's what we've been missing for a long time is a guy who can actually get open. Mm-hmm. And if if he can do that, let's go. We're back. That would that would be great. Um, one thing I will say a little bit that kind of grinds my gears about this Pat's wide receiver room is a, a recent contract extension to Devontae Parker. You know, I feel like he's kind of mm. just been the same guy for a couple of years now. He's just an injury risk, I guess. You know, last year he only got 540 yards for us the whole season with 31 receptions. So, I mean, he got not, a he, he did, but, you know, he's 30 years old. That's just what you're going to get out of the, a guy like that going forward. He has you know? only had one season over 1,000 yards. Yeah, and that was back in 2019. So, Listen, he's, he's – <laughs> it's, 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 it's not, not a big not, – not really a high ceiling here in yeah. New England's – Wide receiver room. Yeah, we don't have a super prolific passing attack. I thought when we extended Devontae Parker, it was for sure so we would sign DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. I thought he I Same thought he deal. had like it a stipulation where weird out with the cap where it like gave us more cap room to sign other people. Yeah, yeah, we were yeah. like, let's go. We're like, oh, he's here. Fun deal. Mac Jones is getting this guy. It's gonna be great. He's gonna he's gonna <laughs> have so much fun. <laughs> you know, but that's another thing with Mac Jones. You don't really know his ability when he hasn't had that guy that he can rely on. You know, yeah. This is a horrible comparison, but I'm gonna say anyways. Brady, he's had his guy his whole career. He's had Welker, he's had Moss, he's had Gronk, he's had Edelman, had he's had his guys. You could say that Mac Jones guy has been Hunter Henry, which has been good. But there's He's not that, that second guy. Not that there's not no one really else. And I mean Jacoby Myers didn't really have a great his guy. Yeah. But and I listen. It's tough to I, find who his guy is through like the midness of like the structure of the offense last year, you know. Yeah, I I uh I love Jacoby Myers. Huge he was my favorite Patriots player. Um and if he is your best option. He's not like a top twenty receiver, you know. You gotta. You could gotta, be this year. He could be. Maybe. I mean, Devonte Adams and Jimmy Myers, Garoppolo. I mean, yeah. yeah, Jimmy's gonna have to figure that out. But <laughs> you know, he he's got a good pairing over there. Yeah, Dr. I think Renfro as well. Yeah, yeah. Balls. Balls. I don't think he's bald. He's he's losing hair. Oh, balls! I think I just said balls. <laughs> On the run, bro. Balls. balls. <laughs> what? Yeah, no, maybe that's maybe he'll figure that's it out. No, no, that's the take. Just leave it like that. <laughs> Did we have um, any seventh rounders? 
We did have one. Is it Isaiah Bolden? It was Isaiah Bolden, cornerback out of Jackson State University. Yeah, you know, I hope he, I hope he's doing well. Word on the street is that he's been doing better. He's out of the hospital. He can move all of his extremities, which okay, is good. It's good to hear. Scary hit. Yeah, and that that Packers game, Packers preseason game, he ran into Diego, I think. Um, so pretty pretty unfortunate series of events out of the field, but I'm 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 happy that you know he's able to move his his, his extremities. Um, last report that I hold hurt held heard <laughs> remix <laughs> remix was um that he could had just had like feeling but he couldn't move just yet but that's good that you know everything's yeah. sort of where you really hate to see when that sort of stuff happens in the nfl and i feel like the first couple of years i watched football like it just like didn't happen but these like past two or three it's just been happening like once or twice well, a year with someone i feel well ryan shazier got hurt when yeah, we were like freshmen in high school, in high school. Yeah. um that was scary that was bad, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's – I think injuries – I don't know if it's that we just don't remember them as much because we were younger. Like That's, that's very possible as yeah, well. Yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, obviously sending the best wishes to Isaiah Bolden, who I think, you know, he has been doing pretty well in camp. The reports have been – and Deion Sanders, who was – the coach of Jackson State, while Bolden was there, was very high on him. So if you can get an endorsement from the greatest cornerback of all time, there's got to be something, you know. Mm-hmm. So best wishes to Isaiah Bolden. Uh, and, you know, the Patriots have one more preseason game to sort of test things out and see how things run. Uh, Tennessee, so – Revenge DeAndre Hopkins game, even though we never yep. had him. Now it's a huge revenge game for this Pats organization because not only is it you know Titans signing D Hop, it's Matt Vabral, Matt Vabral that took him from us. Yeah. So you know some fake blood, <laughs> bad blood there. It's Mike, between... Mike, Mike Vrabel. Is that what I said? <laughs> you said Matt like Varble or something. Did I? Mike Vrabel. Vrabel. <laughs> Vrabel, Vrabel. Why am I saying that so weird? No, it's it's a weird name. Mike it's a tough Vrabel. I've like said it before. That I don't know why I'm just like Vrabel, Vrabiele. <laughs> yeah. But you know, revenge game. Um, yeah. Looking yeah, forward I think, to um, Mac Jones, Bones Jones going down the field to rip at him. A new one with Juju Smith Poopster and uh, Demario Douglas. So I hope Demario Doug. I, maybe I don't hope that he plays because I don't. I don't want to know if he's really good until like the regular season. It'd be cool if like in his first game he went for a buck twenty and two touchdowns. That'd be that'd sick. Be, yeah, that'd be cool. But so y'all, you get stuck with like wanting to know. You know, I want to like I saw him at a pretty pretty quick catch last game. Oh, yeah, nice. he had he was on the on the field for three snaps. One was a punt return where he like called it off, didn't take it, and then the two offensive snaps that he played, he got catches. Yeah. So he so, gets open. Yeah. And he made those guys miss on the screen. Days. I'm excited for him regardless. Either way. Um, so, yeah, that's going to be the last preseason game. 
And then mm -hmm. the regular season rolls around. Uh, and I think I know we had the schedule up. We want to go through it quick mm -hmm. and just say win, loss, and why, how we're yep. feeling. So uh, with this Eagles game. Well, wait, hold on. First one. of all, we, sh we should say what, like, record-wise, what we think we could finish with before we get going oh, yeah, and yeah, go yeah. through the games. So um, – How do you feel? I think the Pats have the, – their ceiling this year is probably going to be 10 at 7. Um, you know, give or take a couple of those wins or losses. I, I think we're, we're looking anywhere between the 10 and 7 to the – nine and eight range at i mean eight nine range is that is that 17 yeah yeah so I, I think that's sort of the range we're looking at i think we're going to be battling for that wild card spot this year along with the rest of the afc but i think at the end of the day like there's, there's, there's so much talent in this division right now that one of these teams are going to get knocked out you know i feel like the jets are obviously the favorite ahead of the patriots right now to get that playoff spot but that being said that the jets Bad history, you know, anything anything can happen. It's football, mm -hmm. long season, anything can happen. Players adjusting to new circumstances with Aaron Rodgers, you never know. Um so in week one, and when which was what was your record again? Was it also ten and seven? I well, I'm gonna I'm gonna say uh ten and seven, I think, is a realistic expectation for them i think their ceiling is 11 and 6 i think they could win 11 games um i don't think they could be like a 12 win team right now or more than that but i think floor it's a tough schedule i think floor realistically could be like 7 and 10 and that would suck i don't think they will finish that badly but with the teams they're playing and the track record of the last few years of losing games right at the end and sort of shooting themselves in the foot that, I mean, that never happened or rarely happened. I should say when Brady was here, but it just seems like it happens much more often now under the new age Pats. Mm -hmm. I think, I think there's a realistic chance we could fumble a few games at, at the one, you know what I mean? So yeah, I'm like, gonna, like yeah. last year or at the 50th. Yeah, dude, like <laughs> shout out Jacoby Myers. Shout out Jacoby Myers. Um, um but yeah, I'm but, gonna say ceiling eleven and six, floor seven and nine. Hopefully wild card as well. All right. So that brings us to week one here. You'd play the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm gonna chalk this up one this one up real quick. It's a fat L for us, you know. Mm. Eagle, we're just not at the level the Eagles are right now. They, they have a great roster, great quarterback, great coach. You know, they just simply have more pieces than us, and it'd be a real tough game for us to win. Yeah, I think I agree with you. First of all, uh, I don't think we win. Very talented roster, great. Uh, sort of mindset that that team has they're a tough team play hard and i think generally speaking the pats are kind of slow out of the gate as it is i don't think they really hit their stride until 
week three, week four, usually. So the combination of it being the first game of the season and also against a team that I think a lot of people expect could be in the Super Bowl again, I think we lose. Yeah. Although I think we I think we make it tougher than they expect. Mm-hmm. So that would bring us to uh, week two versus Miami in Gillette. I think this is going to be a repeat. Uh, it's a Sunday night football game. Nevertheless, I think it's going to be a repeat of what we saw last year. I think the Pats just are not going to have what it takes to, to, to take this one. Uh, Miami's got a real high-powered offense right now, and I think, as you were saying earlier, early on, Pats don't really have it all together. At, 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 that's going to be a big assignment for, for Christian Gonzalez right out the go to just be like, hey, go guard Tyreek Hill. So I, I, that, that one ain't looking good for us here. I'm yeah. marking that up as a loss. I mean, what a first two weeks. Uh, imagine you start a new job, and your yeah. first week you have to guard A.J. Brown, and then the second week they're like, oh, here's the fastest man who's ever lived. Oh, but if it's not him, it's also the second fastest man who's Jalen Waddle. So, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, at uh, least we have Mike Kosicki, so they don't have him, and no one's Yeah, true. Like, yeah, we we, will be we doing stole the their secret now. weapon. Yes, <laughs> we will be doing um, That's Honestly, if you think about it, it's probably us and the Bengals for most gritty likely teams because we have Mac Jones and Mike Kosicki. And and you know, Jettas and the Vikings. Yeah, but he's the only one, you know. They got Jamar and Joe Burrow and over in Cincy. Is Joe Burrow gritty? I mean, he's from LSU. But have, gritty capital of the world. Is he gritty? Dude, I have no idea. I mean look this up real quick. <laughs> But as I look this up, we'll get into the next game here. Yeah, wait, I got to say my I take. Say, say your take. I think uh, we win this one. I think mm-hmm. for whatever reason, it feels like the Dolphins at Gillette are exponentially less powerful than the Dolphins in Miami. So – I like that fact, and I also think that our secondary – I mean, it's second-year Jack Jones, second-year Marcus Jones, Christian Gonzalez now. We got a great pass rush, and our offense has improved. I think we are much more capable of staying with them this time, so I think think we're going to win. Is that a video? Is that what I think it is? This is exactly what you think it is. All right. This is a, a Joe Burrow pass to Jamar Chase. He's doing a little shuffle here, you know, broke his leg. Nope, it actually wasn't what you thought it was. <laughs> Joe Burrow finds, oh, for a gritty touchdown, but he wasn't doing the gritty. Damn, hate to see it. Oh, well, I guess that one's Damn, still up in the air. We don't know. Oh, wait, Joe Burrow's gritty is mad ugly as of right now. Oh, well, don't show it. That's mean. <laughs> That's what the caption of the video was. But anyways, um, next game, yeah. What's up next? Next game. So right now you have one and one. I'm at two. Uh, oh, I mean zero oh and two. They're gonna play the Jets week three in New Jersey. I'm gonna chalk that up as a Pats win. I think that the Jets Ooh. just aren't gonna have it all together at that point. If they do get it together, and I think this will be a good game for the Pats to really come back with after potentially losing the first two weeks. Hmm. Um, I think this is going to be the first time the Jets beat the Patriots since 2015. Uh, they have Garrett Wilson. 
who I think is going to be one of the top 10 receivers pretty consensusly by the end of next season. Uh, obviously, they have Aaron Rodgers, who's the best quarterback they've had probably since Joe Namath. I mean, he. They also have a very poor offensive line going against up against a very good rush defense. I know, I know. One, I, of, the, one of the best. I think. Well, I'll get to it later, but I think the beginning of the season Jets are going to be very good, specifically the beginning season of the Jets. I'll get to. I'll finish that. Like the later. hype train goes by, and they're like, "All right, never mind." So I, I think, I think it's going to be. Like a ten-point game, maybe two scores, fourteen points, but uh, I think they win. I think they beat us. All right, Dalvin um, Cook revenge game as well. Yes. Um. So it's this one's gonna be a Zeke revenge game as we go on to Dallas in Dallas in Dallas play Dallas in Dallas week four. Patriots go in and they beat the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, That's they do. I'm feeling it. Everyone's feeling it. Yeah, um, I agree. You know, Dak Prescott, overrated in my mind. You know, he's got he's got a good receiver in CeeDee Lamb. I think he's got a little bit too much hype. I think Tony Pollard's a great running back. But Pat's defense, if they cut like one of those guys, two of those guys' abilities down, they're going to have to make uh, – the Cowboys are going to have to rely on – um, Dak Prescott to carry him through that game, and I don't know if he'll be good enough to beat this uh, Pats defense. Yeah, I mean, I think back to uh, a few seasons ago where we got into that shootout with them where, you know, uh, Trayvon being all over us. Yeah, Trayvon Diggs had the pick, and then, like, the very next series, Kendrick Warren caught the slant and took it like 80 yards to the house. We ended up losing that game, obviously, and CeeDee Lamb, as you said, was grittying all over us. I think he was, um, he was like, laughing at us. He was just yeah, he, he waved to Jalen Mills. So, that I mean, if that game was close, and the, I think the Cowboys have gotten worse since then, and we have gotten better. better. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing that I'm worried about is just a small thing named Micah Parsons. And he is a scary, scary guy to go up against. Yeah. Uh, so if I mean, hopefully by this point, there are no injuries to the offensive line, and they have been working better together. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all I can hope for because it could be a long day for Mac Jones if it's not. All right. So week five will take us um, take the, the Pats against the Saints. At Gillette, I'm going to take the pass in this one. Mm-hmm. Um, Saints, you know, sort of a rebuilding roster. Derek Carr is going in um, to sort of fill in that role as quarterback. I think he's a real just like a filler quarterback. I think he always has been. He's not really super uber, uber talented, but he's a great quarterback nonetheless. Um, it's, it's going to be really interesting to see how he does with the, this wide receiver talent on this team, um, especially if Michael Thomas ever finds himself. Yeah. No, he's gonna, dude. He's gonna sneeze and like slip a disc in his back. He's yeah. not gonna play. Um, I think we win as well. Um, I don't think it will be. I think this is gonna be the first game where the Patriots can 
breathe a little bit. Yeah, definitely. It's a, it's a tough beginning of the season, and this this is a good breathing opportunity. And it gets even better next game, where Derek Carr revenge game. We're playing the Raiders. Well, I, oh. I guess you could say no, Jimmy Garoppolo revenge game. Jimmy, yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo. Garoppolo revenge game. There's so much revenge going on in this game right now. Dude, um, Josh McDaniels in Las Vegas. Josh McDaniels revenge game as well. I think this is another win for the Patriots. Raiders got a good team, but you know, new quarterback is Jimmy. Jimmy Garoppolo is really going to be tested here, and as yeah, will Josh McDaniels. Win. And I, I don't know if they're going to be able to really like show their worth. You know what? I feel like the structure around them that they both had has really boosted their value. And now that they're really like Josh Daniels is a head coach. Now I think he might be a better offensive coordinator. Jimmy Garoppolo could be a better facilitator, not really like the setup of your offense. If that makes sense at all. Um, that's my take on that game. Um, I think that's another Pats win that brings my standings, the four and two right now for the Pats. Yeah. I think, um, I think we win that game as well. I think it's uh, that Raiders game last season is something that Belichick will want to sort of wash the taste out of his mouth. And the only way to do that is is to beat them. So mm-hmm. hopefully hopefully they can do that, and I think they will. So that's a win in my book as well. This next one's going to be a fun one. It's going to be the Pats versus the Buffalo Bills at Gillette. We could chalk that one up real quick as a fat L. Ain't going to happen, especially this early in the season. Like, Josh Allen's going to be in his, you know, season prime mode, you know? Like, the best part of his season is the regular season. So, that's where he did. he's at its best. Yeah. Uh, I also think this is going to end the – what did I have? Is this like a three-game win streak that I had for him? Um, You had – Cowboys, yeah, you had a three-game win streak. You said yeah, well, they'd lose against the Jets, loser. Yeah, I think they're going to lose this game as well. Um, but again, will be a more competitive game than it has been mm-hmm. in the past few years. And this is going to bring us down to Hard Rock Stadium, the Miami Dolphins, week eight. Um. You know, this one could really go either way. I, 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 uh, I, I'm very unsure about it. You know, I think the Dolphins are a great team, but two is a very questionable quarterback when it comes to his health and, and safety. You know, he did a couple scary concussions concussions last year. So, um, you know, I'll, I, I, I think that they're going to split with the Dolphins. So I, I'll give them the win, but I'm not really feeling. Super, super great about that one. That one could be a plus or minus. Yeah, I think um, I think they lose this one. I think, like I was saying earlier, the Dolphins just have our number at home. So I think they beat us here, and they'll split on the season. Mm-hmm. So that brings you to four and four. I'm at five and three. We're going to take on the Washington Commanders at Gillette. I think that one's a win for us. Commanders yeah, actually have more issues than we do right now. So, yeah, I think we're gonna smoke them. 
should be good. Although their front four is so scary. All high first-round picks. Chase Young, John Allen, Deron Payne, Montez Sweat. They're so good. Yeah. So good. A lot of talent but, there. Yeah, uh, very talented. I think we win. I don't think Sam Howell is going to be able to beat Belichick. Mm-hmm. Um, so that brings us to Week 10, Colts in London. I think this is going to be a Pats win. I don't really know how what Anthony Richardson is going to be, but he kind of has to carry this roster. Um, it's an okay defense, okay a line, great running back. Receivers are mid just like the Pats, so I don't know. I'm going to chalk that up to a Pats win. I, I don't really know if the Colts have enough firepower to, to beat him. Yeah, I agree, especially with Jonathan Taylor being up in the air about playing. You know, he's very unhappy with not being extended. Um, Belichick played, or has a very great record against rookie quarterbacks, so – I think it's a I think it's a fairly safe win. I also the Pats and the Colts in London just it sounds like a, a horribly boring game to watch. You know yeah. what I mean? Like and it, what is it? It's at like ten in the morning, right? Yeah, it's at nine thirty. It's at yeah, nine thirty in the morning. Yeah, that's uh the like I feel like Pats Colts games are always just so boring, or they have been the most like the last few years. I know when Peyton Manning was there and when Andrew Luck, we used to just beat up on him. But like the last three years, whenever we've played the Colts, it has just been like a snooze fest. Mm-hmm. Um, so that brings us to a week 11 bye, then week 12 at, at New York Giants. I think, as much as I really hate to say it. You know, this is just going to be one of those games that the Pats are going to are going to lose on a fluke. Dable's a pretty good coach, and you know they do have some offensive fi- firepower that could sort of get them through this game. Um, playing at MetLife, I'm gonna give that one to the Giants, but I I really hate to do it. I'm gonna chalk this up as a win. I think the Giants are gonna regress a little bit, take a step back. They had a great season last year, but they also won a lot of games you know, very closely, a lot of last second wins. uh, And I don't know if they have enough talent on their roster to be able to pull that off again. So I think we go in there and and take one from them. Mm -hmm. All right. So there's going to be chargers at Gillette. Um. I think we win that one too, to be honest with you. I think we win that one. Yeah, I mean, we've been able think- to play the Chargers pretty well. Do you remember a few years ago, we beat them like 45 to three just yeah. because we had like an unbelievable day on defense? But it was a few years ago. Now they have a potential top five quarterback in the league right now looking to dice us up with a phenomenal wide receiver core. I think that the Chargers might have our number. Like, we've historically dogged them, but I think that, you know. Yeah, so they can't have our number if we've dogged them. I mean, in this game. They probably don't oh, okay, have their number, okay. but maybe in this game, I think that they'll they'll find a way. 
Um, so that sums our records up right now to we're both at seven and five somehow. Let's go. I'd be Same exact record. I'd be nervous with that record, like um, as a fan. I'd be like, it could it, it could go really either way at that point. Yeah. And I know the Chiefs are coming up eventually. They are coming up soon, but for them, we have the Steelers at Pittsburgh. Um, a lot of hype around the Steelers this year, but I think the Pats just have sort of, I think that they're very similar teams right now. Great. He, they have a much younger coach, and I think um, Tomlin's a great coach, but I think that the Bat, surprisingly, the Pats probably have a better offense than them, but I think it's close. And um, I think their defense better is better than the Steelers as, as well, even though they do have some star set of talent mm-hmm. with like Mika Fitzpatrick and um, TJ Watt. So I'm going to give I the think, Pats a win on that one. I think um, Mike, I'm almost positive Mike Tomlin is like the second longest tenured head coach in the NFL. He's probably a lot older than you think. I think he's in his 50s, maybe a little older. Really? Wow, I think so. He's been he's been coaching the Steelers for a very long time. Yeah. Um, so, what are your thoughts I, on that game? I think that the Steelers coming into this year are going to be what the Patriots were last year. Um, I think the receiving group is questionable. I mean, you have George Pickens. You don't really know exactly what he's going to be yet, but there's. There's high hopes. You have Deontay Johnson, who I, I'm not as high on him as a lot of people are. A lot of people think he's, you know, a top 20-ish guy. I don't really see that. Friar Muth is good, the tight end. But I don't think they're experienced enough because all those guys that I just mentioned, it should throw in Pickett, throw in Najee Harris. They've all been in the league two to three years. I think Najee is going into his fourth year. Their core is very young. I know you have a very experienced head coach and a great defense, but young offense is tough to be consistent with. So I think we win. Mm -hmm. What's next on the docket? uh, Next on the chopping block, I believe, is is us as – like we're going to lose against the Kansas City Chiefs, you know, mm. Super Bowl champs, best quarterback in the league. We, 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 I'd like to see them make this a good close game, um, but I don't think that we're going to come out with the win in this one. I agree. I just, I don't think we have the team to be able to keep up with them because they can score at will. So, mm-hmm. I don't think we can do that. I think, unfortunately, it's going to be close because we usually play them pretty close. But I don't. I don't think we win. Mm-hmm. That's going to bring us to Denver, Mile High Stadium. Your thoughts? I think we go into Mile High, and granted, I think the Broncos are going to be a lot better than they were last season. Um, yeah. I think uh, Sean Sean Payton coming in is going to make their offense run a lot better. Their defense was great already. Um, Is is Russ going to cook? Are they they letting Russ cook or what are they? Russ is is not going to cook, but Russ is going to be back in the kitchen. 
he's gonna be he's okay. gonna be better. Um, sous chef, like, what, 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 yeah, what's he sous, on? sous chef Russ, exactly. Okay, um, right. and like, if, we, if I think grilling, we still win, right? If they're grilling, are you are you trusting him at the grill this year? No. Okay. Honestly, no. All right, so you got a Pats win. Yeah. I think this is going to be a real close game. Um, I think I also have a Pats win, but you know I'm really looking forward to see how Sean Payton can transform this team. And if Russell Wilson – goes back to his prior form. I think that would be such like so great for the NFL, especially if um, the, if people had very high expectations for the AFC West last year. Honestly, I think it was a big balloon. It was it was all the hype was just built up, built up, and it just popped like week two. People were like, oh no, yeah, the Raiders and the Broncos just suck and the Chargers and the Chargers. <laughs> so like you know yeah. I'd like to see more of a rivalry there because the Chiefs are kind of just been dogging everyone forever. So um yeah, love the, to see uh, some 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 something to look forward to in that division. The Broncos were almost impressively bad last season. Their game yeah. against the 49ers was the funniest football game I've ever seen in my whole life. I was on the floor laughing at how ridiculous it was because they would just be like high snap, fumble, handoff, just throw the ball in the air for no reason. Like it was it was hysterical. It was awesome. Um I yeah. think we win. Yeah. All right, All so right. that brings us both to eight and six as we go on to Buffalo to play Buffalo. And I was going to try to think of a really bad pun to say what's going to happen in Buffalo, but it ain't going to go well for us, unfortunately. I think – I think that it is going to go well. I think that we're going to be winning for – I think it's going to be back and forth. I think we're going to be winning late, and then I think they're going to come back and we won't be able to stop them and they'll win. But yeah, I think it will be a much closer contest where people will see this game. You know what? No. I'm Hit the rewind button. I'm going back. What? I think we, I think we go into Buffalo – and we pull one out. I think we steal one. Wait, and I think it? we're pulling out a big <laughs> fat, stinking W. You think they steal one? All right. I think – and I think by the end of the season, if we sneak into the wild card or we make the playoffs, people are going to look back at this game and see it as the turning point where the Patriots sort of defeated the Patriots of the last few years and were able to get over that hill and mm-hmm. and become the next level of team that they've – That we've been, been hoping for them to achieve. Exactly. And, and this is definitely a huge test for Mac Jones. If we can if we could split with Buffalo, that's, that's – I'm going to have great – I'm going to have good hopes going in for the next season. You know, mm-hmm. that, that happens. Um, so that brings us to the last game of the year, week 18, um, at Gillette versus the Jets. Um, I think this is going to be a great game. You know, the, I, I think it's going to be it's going to be a good game. Um, I think both the wild card is going to be on the line for this game, whether it's like we get in or they get in. Um, p- potentially both of our playoff berths. Are the deciding factor is this game, 
And I think that the Pats are going to be able to pull out a, a win here and can squeeze into the wild card. I'm going to have them sweeping the Jets this year. Um, you know, I'm excited to see what they do, but I also think that it's going to be really difficult to sort of maintain how good they are throughout the whole season and sort of how they get to become good, you know, and how they sort of handle it. New York is sort of just a tough place to sort of have like a, like a good team over like a long period of time. Like, you know, I I feel like the most successful New York franchise has just been the Yankees and they really, really only have like spurts when they're good, you know? Yeah. Um, I agree with you. I think we're going to win, but I think our take on the Jets is going to be a little different because I think where we are going to be fighting for the wild card, I don't think it's going to be with the Jets. I think it will be with another team in a different division uh, because I think somewhere around the midpoint of the season, the Jets, for a reason completely just outside of on the football field, I think they're just going to implode. And it's nothing to do with really who they have. It's I know a lot of people are up in arms about Aaron Rodgers and think that he's, you know, like a not a great locker room guy or whatever. I can't say whether or not that's true. I've never been in the locker room with him, obviously. But I think for just some strange reason, because the Jets are the Jets, they're going to self-destruct and fall apart. So mm-hmm. for that reason, I think we beat them and have a record that's good enough to sneak into the playoffs. I, I concur. And that What puts, did we finish with? Uh, you you finished up with 11 and 6. Okay. And I finished at 10 and 7. So Okay. okay. Um, two pretty good records, good enough to get us into the playoffs. Um, but that being said, these these wins, you know, some of them are going to be really close games. The Pats are going to have to play their game. And not mess up with stupid penalties, you know, not making the correct reads. You know, obviously mistakes are going to come, and it's just a matter of minimizing how much they actually occur. Yeah. Um, and it's – I think we each had the Patriots splitting everybody in the division. Split no. with Miami. Split. Oh, you had us getting swept by the Bills? Yeah, I had us get swept by the Bills. I had a sweep in the Jets, and I had oh, yeah. us splitting right. with Miami, but I'm very okay. skeptical about splitting with Miami. I think I had us splitting with everybody, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think you well, did. I think that you would really be an did. ideal scenario because our division, I think, is going to be very talented this year. Mm-hmm. Um, it might be the most uh, – maybe not the most talented division in football, but definitely up there, I think. Um, and I know to end off this episode, we wanted to do a head to head draft of mm. players in this division. So if we could pull up that little, little that, screen that, that you made, board here. yeah, the draft board, let me, there draft it is. Board, baby. All right. So we're each going to do a quarterback, a running back, two receivers and a tight end. Now you can take them in any order that you want. Um, and we'll go. Do you want to go back and forth, or do you want to do snake? 
Let's just do back uh, and forth because it doesn't matter if there's yeah if there's only two of us. Um, all right, who gets the first pick here? All right, I'm I'm uh wait look or close your eyes. I'll stick up a number one or two. If you get it right, you pick. If you don't, I'll pick. All right, eyes are closed. You see my eyes are closed. Okay, dude, I see your eyes. I'm I, just, I know I did that on purpose. All right, <laughs> all right. eyes are closed. Yeah, pick a number one or two. Two. Open your eyes. You piece of shit. Yes. All right. All right. Yeah. Right, right. First pick. So with the first pick, I think this one's a no-brainer. Josh Allen. I, okay. I think he'll be the best quarterback in the division this year and the best facilitator in any offense mm. that could be created within the AFC East. That's a good. Yeah, that's a good pick. I am going to go with Tyreek Hill. Is going to be my first overall pick. Can't teach speed, and he's got it. Doesn't have it. Like that pick. Um, you know, interesting. This is interesting the way the rest of this will go, right? Because if I take Diggs, you probably take Cedric Wilson, but I could take Jalen Waddle. So I don't really care. <laughs> yeah, I'd probably take Cedric Wilson. Um, I'm why would I take up. Cedric Wilson? Oh, no, you don't want Cedric Wilson. Shit, who's the guy on the Jets that's, like, really good? Garrett name. Wilson. Garrett Wilson. Cedric, where's Cedric Wilson? He's on, he's on the Dolphins right now, actually. Yeah, I was going to say, because it would have worked. Still is in, he, is, he is in the division. You could take I thought him that was water. I thought that was a joke because it was, oh, it was like, no, so I was, perfect. I was dead serious about that. Also, Tyreek has two E's. That just says Tyreek. Tyreek. Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. All right. Um, so I, I think I'm going to go with a good good wide receiver here. They got some chemistry. Give me Stefan Diggs. All right. Well, that leaves me with Stefan. Stefan. That leaves me with a couple options at receivers. So I'm actually going to go a different direction. What? I am going to go with who I believe is the best running back in the division. And I think probably he's going to end up being the only, maybe not, but definitely the first Patriot to represent this list, Ramondre Stevenson. It was between him and Kevin Harris. Yeah, and you know, I, you know who I would have gone with there. I know you're a big fan of Kevin Harris. Oh, yeah. This guy, he's the master of one to two yard rushes. That's definitely not how you spell it, Ramondre, but you know, that's how we're going to go with it for right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So, very interesting pick. I like it. I like it. I think he's going to be a great back. Um, but I'm going to go with, I think, who's the next best receiver. In this division, and that's going to be Jalen Waddle. Wow. Okay. Jalen Waddle. He's a speedster. He's proven. Um, he he could be a one in honestly almost any other team. No, you're one right. One of the Pats. You know, they got two ones here. It's 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 good. Feeling good about him so far. Yeah. He. It's funny because he would be a one on most other teams except 
three of the four teams in the AFC East. Yeah. That's nuts. He might be a one on the on the Jets, but I think sure. this guy might be a one. He'd for sure be a dude, one. Garrett on Wilson. Give me Garrett Wilson, first of all. Garrett all right, Wilson. I love Jalen Waddle. I love Jalen Waddle. He uh he broke the record for most receptions as a rookie. I, I'm a huge Jalen Waddle guy. Um, but I think Garrett Wilson is just as talented as him. Mm-hmm. He has just as much potential. All right. Um, you want to here? here? I think I'm going to go tight end. You know, you already took a running back, so might as well take that tight end spot. Um, you know, this division, as, as, as talented as it is in wide receiver, I think it is much more lackluster at tight end. But um, I think the, the Pats are going to get represented here again on this list um, with Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry. I think he is the best tight end in the division, run blocker and pass catcher. Um, you know, I, I look forward to seeing how he finds his way back into this Pats offense with some help down on the other side with former Dolphins tight end Mike Gesicki. Yeah, um, I am um... – I'm you. thinking of who, of which tight end I want to take. I don't even think I know who the Dolphins tight end is right now. I just looked and I, I couldn't even find an answer. So for that reason, I'm out on them. It's between <laughs> Mike Kosicki or Dalton Knox. And... Or the Dawson. Jets had, a, I said had Dalton, an oh, all right guy. I forget his name, but that's kind of a red flag. But he was that guy that was on the, the Bengals a couple years ago during the Super Bowl run. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know. Oh, my gosh. You know, what was his name? Fight, he, you know, it's a red flag if you can't think of his name, right? Yeah. You know, so. Oh, my God. What was his name? You're right. He wasn't he was... that great either. So um, This is bothering me. Uh CJ Uzoma, that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna go with Mike Kosicki. I think, my, I mean, Mike Kosicki was a starting tight end in Miami for however many years for a reason. So, yeah, good luck trying to spell his last name. Yeah, no, this is gonna be a whole lot of yes, icky. <laughs> that's how. Yeah, we're gonna roll that's with the spell so check on that one. Boom. I don't even yep. think. Oh wow, look at that. Okay, so I mean, you have a running back, I have a quarterback. Yeah, I think it, this next pick I could go two ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm gonna go uh, a way that's leaning towards the future here with a little yeah. bit more upside. I think you know what I'm thinking here. Yep, Damian Harris. Damian Harris. Now, <laughs> <Free Saul. laughs> did you have that highlighted and ready to go? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I, I got it. Yeah. Looked it up online. Copy. I think. It. I think that's the right answer. I mean, Dalvin historically better, unfortunately. But yeah, but I think Brees was so good his rookie season that that's that's a fine answer. Um, and I mean that leaves me to take Aaron Rodgers with my last pick. Really? Who you think I'd go to? 
Mac Jones. Get it's out a Patriots of podcast. You're gonna take you, you, what do you what do you think? Mac Jones, the fourth best quarterback in this division. I think he's the third best quarterback in this division. Rod Gears. Rod Gears. Uh, hey, how about this? How about we mm. do another AFC East draft at the midseason point, and we'll see if either of our teams change mm-hmm. if there's oh, a different we'll roster. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe I'll pick Mac Jones this time. Yeah, it's true. I could pick, you know, Pierre Strong or Kevin Harris. At running or back. Damian Harris. Damian Harris. Anything's possible yeah. here. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I think. As, as it stands up right now, I'm, I'm liking I'm liking my, my board here against yours. I don't know, man. How are you going to account for Mike Kosicki? Yeah, no answer. Exactly. Speechless. You can't. You can't defeat him. Simply cannot. He's inevitable. Yeah, you can only hope to contain him. Yeah. All right. Well, I I, I think it's a bright spot that you know three Pats players showed up here, both tight end. Wow. (laughs) Wow. What a room. Like, yeah, what do, a we, position. Do, do we actually have – do we just either know nothing about tight ends in this division or, you know, we have just a good tight end room? I don't know. I think we have a good tight end room. I think I guess we're going to find out. That's a solid spot. <laughs> well, uh, we have one more preseason game, and then after that, regular season rolls around, and here we go. So, mm-hmm. I'm excited. I hope everybody else is excited. We're going to find out a lot about this team in the next few weeks. And I think all we can say is let's go, Pats. Mm-hmm. Let's go, Pats. On to the Titans. On to the Titans. Here we go. Here we go. Let's go, Titans. I mean, let's go, Pats. Oh, geez. <laughs> See you next time. See you next time. <laughs>